started reading this week the portion of Miketz. So the verse begins by He Miketz Shnosayim Yomim Ufarei Choylem Vihine Oimed Al Hayoyer. That it was at the end of two years. And Pari was dreaming and he was standing at the edge at the riverbank. And then the Torah goes on to relate the two dreams and how Yosef was able to correctly interpret it. And then Yosef became the viceroy and then eventually uh, he was able to save not only the entire country but his brothers and then his father as we read the story in the Torah. What is the meaning? It was at the end, Vahimikates Shnosayim Yom. It was at the end of two years. Usually in the Torah, the more common language that we find in the Torah is the Torah uses the language Vahi Achar Hadvorim Ha'ila, Vahi Acharei Hadvorim. Rashi said earlier, one means shortly afterwards, one means in a prolonged. Usually the idea of Mikates at the end of that represents that this is a following, this is a follow-up to what took place uh, before in other places we find the language of Mikates the Mikates means that something ended, it was the end of the story that took place before not only did it happen in time-wise afterwards but it also is there's a connection but in this case, actually, the connection seems to uh, be cut because the end of last week's parsha we read that Yosef was successfully able to interpret the dreams of the baker and the butler who uh, worked in the in the palace of uh, Pharaoh, and Yosef uh, interpreted the. Butler's dream as he is going to be taken back and placed back in his position in uh, the court of Pharaoh. And he asked him to remember him. And the last words of last week's portion is that he did not remember him. And the Torah adds, and he forgot him. There's a duplicate language over there. He didn't remember him. And he forgot him. What does it mean if he didn't remember him? That means he forgot him. What is the duplicate language? Rashi says, well, he didn't remember him then. And also he forgot him in the long term. He immediately didn't do any, never really remembered. Until later on when we started reading the story of our portion after the two years and Pharaoh had the dream and none of the people were able to satisfy Pharaoh to interpret his dream properly only then did the Saramashkin reluctantly and also begrudgingly as Rashi points out the way he describes Yosef finally when he's trying to tell Pharaoh we met a person that can perhaps interpret your dream he refers to Yosef as a nar, as a lad, a youngster as an Ivri from the other side of the river who doesn't speak our language as an Eved, as a slave who is not fit to any position of authority in our government but yet he still mentions him so it seems from the Rashi that the Mikates, the end 
has to do with the fact, as Rashi points out in the end of last week's parsha, it was Yosef's reliance on the butler that he was going to help him get out of prison, of his situation. Because he tells the uh, butler, he says, I haven't done anything over here, I have been uh, taken away, I've been stolen from uh, my homeland, they have sold me into slavery, and also over here, I had done nothing wrong, that they placed me in the uh, in this prison over here. And he's asking the uh, the butler to remember him, to ask Pharaoh that they should free him. And Rashi says, because he relied on a human being, Rashi quotes from the Tehillim, that one who relies on people, and he put his faith in the Sar Hamashkin, instead of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, instead of God, so it almost seems like, that he had to wait for another two years, as a penalty, so to speak, for his relying on a human being, on the kindness of the butler. But one can ask, isn't one obligated to do all natural things as one's disposal, as his uh, way of trying to uh, help himself and save himself from his situation? We all know that we are instructed to use the means of nature to help ourselves. We know it says uh, that a God will bless you that you have to do the work. The manna came down in the desert. That was special. They didn't have to work and the manna came down. Not to get into the debate of the kolels or not, but the bottom line is that most people, for most of us, the way to sustain ourselves is by using the means that we work and we get, may earn a living and that's how we pay our bills, that's how we send our kids to yeshiva, and that's how we are able to live a decent and a Jewish life. So Yosef had an opportunity to ask the Sar Hamashkin to help him get out of his prison. That was a natural means at his disposal. So why shouldn't he use it? It seems almost that he would it would be a crime for Yosef not to utilize God sort of had them have the dreams he was able to interpret it he found this an opportunity to be able to ask them for a favor in return and then we're saying that he was actually punished for that he had to spend he had to wait another two years in prison because he relied on the uh, butler to help him and free him and it seems like there's a very fine line between utilizing ways of nature or believing in them and putting your faith in the nature instead of putting your faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that while one really needs to do things according to the natural means, but you can't rely and you can't say that it is nature that it is is going to help you and that you are going to get your salvation from the butler. Uh, the doctor has given has been given permission and one needs to seek medical 
guidance in order to help them from their uh, situation. But one needs to remember that the doctor is merely an agent to bring about the healing which comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that everything at the end of the day is not in the hands of the doctor. The doctor is only a means. And similar as we say, one would not give any uh, credence or any uh, respect to the piece of metal that bangs down the wood or chops the tree, but rather the person that is using the axe, he is the one that it chops down the tree. But the metal is merely a tool in the hands of the person that is using it to chop down the wood. So all the things in our world that we see around us are just merely tools through which Hashem sends His blessings and sends His directives and does what He wants. It seems like Yosef at that time was so confident the fact that he was able to help them and the fact that he uh, solved his dream and the fact that he put him in that situation that he totally relied on them not only as a means to help him in the natural way but he put his uh, hope in them and maybe that's why it was Mikhail Shinasayim Yom